What is up, everybody? I am Ryan. I'm Anthony. I'm digging this music. Right? I had to find something to match our movie, which is... Killing American, American Style. 1988 film. Yeah. Yeah, I had to pick something that was around that, you know. I'm just going to keep it on for a few seconds. It's actually really fun. I'm, found, I'm glad I found this. Um, it's like, it could have been in this movie. Yeah. Honestly, someone was like, man, this might be our next theme song. Because it's royalty free, of course. Oh, of course. Um... So, of course, before we get too much into our movie, which we're not going to really get much into our movie. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> for reasons. Yeah. Um, beer. I like, I like beer. I like beer. So, um, we are drinking... Oh, crap. What's it called again? You have the bottle in front of you. It's Odd Muse Tunnel Vision. Tunnel Vision. Yes. So, this is their very first... Excuse oh, me, I have hiccups. This is their first bottle release, actually. And um, it came out last month. Yes, December, because that was last month. Um, it's their first bottle release. They barreled it. I think they said they barreled it pretty soon after they opened. Um, what is it, like at 8.6%, I think? Something uh, like yeah, that? Yeah, it's uh, looking at the stuff right here, it's uh, 8.5%. Yeah, and he said whenever they put it in the barrels, it was eight five eight point five percent. Also, that's odd. Yeah, he, yeah, to match Odd Muse. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He like they even were pretty surprised that uh, it didn't change. It didn't change at all. But by smelling it, you and tasting it, you wouldn't even know that. Have you even had a sip yet? Yeah, I just did. Okay, what uh, what's your feelings? So it's got a good mouthfeel to it. I like that. It's not. It's kind of like the last one that we had. It's not too. Uh, it's not like too heavy. Not too syrupy. Yeah, it doesn't stick. Um, again, whenever you smell it, you obviously get that. So it is it is aged in whiskey barrels. Yeah, rye whiskey. Yeah, and you, Which you I get, get that flavor. That, I mean, immediately that the first taste and the first smell. It's yeah. so strong. Like whenever I first smelt it, I was like, Oh, oh this is gonna be it? heavy. Yeah, I <laughs> smelt it and I dealt it. It was actually at a. Uh, uh, tasting that they decided to let us all taste it before it came out. So whenever I smelled it, I was like, "Oh, geez, this is gonna be like a heavy hitter." And then I saw it was like eight point six. I was like, "Oh shit, I could drink a lot of yeah. this and be fine." And like for for a uh, double imperial stout, it's uh, pretty light. Yeah, yeah. And even tasting it, you would think it would be heavier. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's definitely one of those ones that it's fun to taste as it gets warmer. You know, because it's on the chillier side. It's not too chilly, but, um, yeah, I, I'm, dude, I dig this. Yeah, it's, uh, I, so, like, as far as the flavor goes, I really like it. So, you get that, that, the, on the front of it, you get some of that rye whiskey flavor there. Uh, you can kind of, it's very, it's very whiskey forward, but then you get, like, a, it's like a toasted coconut flavor in oh, there. Oh, yeah. And with that toasted coconut flavor, I feel like on the back end of it, there's almost like a coffee flavor on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting a little bit, a little hints of that too, but that might be the toastiness off the coconut, uh, and uh, my palate may just be like, uh, not not that great. So. No, that's actually really really good. Um, uh, like I, I remember when I first got my sip, and I I, I just smiled really big. as like, yeah, this makes my heart happy. Yeah, but um, this God. is like a, this is like a a stout. If they were gonna do like a stout for like a mounds. Like a Mounds candy bar, mm-hmm. this would be this would be uh, all oh, yeah. those lines there. Yeah, it's so good. Like, 
I'm excited for you to taste it whenever it's warmer because that's whenever I first had my sip. Really? So it tastes different as it warms up. Um, so yeah, Odd Muse, their first bottle release. I'm pretty sure they're all gone by now. Um, but I know that they're planning on releasing a few more in the next month or so. So I'll obviously be picking them up. I love Odd Muse. Uh, I know we've talked about them quite a bit on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, uh, yeah, they opened uh, at the towards the beginning of last year. Is they're coming up on their one year anniversary? Or did they already? It was in that? December. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they released this on their birthday. Okay. So, uh, yep, December. So, happy Happy one year anniversary to Odd Muse. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's Let's hope we can. Uh, let's, let's hope we they the rest of their uh, the rest of their time here in Dallas Fort Worth is not like their first year for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they can experience it a little more uh, openly. So yeah, I know we fingers crossed. We we were planning on uh, doing a show over there before all the craziness happened, but you know, hopefully we can do that this year. It's like, hey, you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. COVID. Wah, wah. But uh, so yeah, that's pretty much the beer. Of course, we will rate it after we get done drinking this. Yes. Um. Still not much on the beer news side. We're still pretty new into the year. Yeah, so yeah, still pretty new into the year. Uh, we mentioned during our last episode, Big Texas Beer Fest is coming up. Uh, it's coming up in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, so still looking forward look, looking forward to that. We haven't got too much in the way of updates on that, but we're gonna keep uh, keep an eye on things uh, as it comes up, uh, and uh, we'll keep it updated. Uh, uh, our attendance is going to be really dependent on the situation on the ground. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, and, and I believe the uh, if if they if they work it like they did last year, I believe the fact that whether or not it goes forward, it's going to be also really dependent on uh, the situation on the ground. So we'll uh, we'll keep yeah. an eye on things uh, with, with regard to that. But uh, as far as uh, 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 any beer fests or anything like that, uh, not too much on the horizon. Or, yeah. there, there may be some stuff on the horizon that I'm unaware of, but Same. not too much going on right now. So. Uh, other actually random news. Um, this is actually, I think, old news technically, but I just figured it out and honestly just remembered too. Is now our Houston friends can get some Turning Point beer. Ooh, yeah. So I'm not sure who they teamed up with, but and it's not everything, but you can get some stuff down there. So if you're in the Houston area and you know about Turning Point, even if you don't know about Turning Point, see if you can get some. Yeah, um, do it. I will do my research before this releases and hopefully get that link to you guys. Yeah, because I know they've been sending out kegs to mm-hmm. like uh, when I was in uh, when I was in Amarillo, I actually mm-hmm. saw Turning Point uh, on tap. Oh wow! Out there, uh, and uh, uh, there was like a, a pizza restaurant that I went to that they had uh, mm-hmm. Nerd Alert on tap. Uh, so I know they've been sending out the kegs, but it, uh, I guess they're sending out some cans. Yeah, uh, sending sending cans out wide. So it's good to see that they're spreading out a little bit more. I'm I'm glad they're uh, getting uh, getting a little more wide release. So I know that they just uh, got the space next to their brewery, so they're about to expand even oh, more. Oh, I did see that they uh, that that had been started getting cleared out. So yep, they're good clearing it out. They're I think it's always crowded in there. So yeah, I know they said that one side is going to focus more on sours. Yeah, you do so. need a dedicated uh, a vat for for that. Once you once you make a sour in there, you really can't do anything else with it. Yeah, so I know that one section they're really going to dedicate a lot of sours to it. Yeah, so. excited about that. Yeah. So something else that we're doing that's actually pretty exciting is we're doing a weight loss challenge. Weight loss challenge. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Um. So 
for uh, for for the children. Yes, for <laughs> for the children. Um, what is that off of? WandaVision. WandaVision. Yeah. That's right. I was like, oh god, I know what that's from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it is. Let's do podcast it is on an off the field podcast. It's just be a dad podcast and strike out beer podcast. Us four decided we need to lose some weight because we're all you know we're drinking beer. Yeah, you gotta gotta work it off somehow, right? Yeah. So it is a ninety day weight loss challenge. Winner chooses the charity. So we uh, each podcast is throwing in. It's like fifty dollars per person. Is yeah. that hundred dollars total? So hundred yeah. hundred per podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then at the end of the ninety days, the winner gets to choose which charity it goes to. Right, right, right. Um, and then the losers will have to spin the wheel of pies. Yeah, so we're not doing that. We're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're already winning. Like uh, I'm pretty sure we're ahead. But uh, so because uh, w- the thing that really scared me is uh, I've, uh, just a little bit in uh, of a view into the organization of this as every, as this was all getting set up. I heard some of the most awful examples of oh, pies. Geez, I know. I was thinking at worst like a shaving cream pie mm-hmm. or uh, maybe a real pie. Like uh, I I was thinking I was thinking like Kevin in the office when he insults Oscar and has right. him hit him in the face with the pie. I insult you. Yeah, but the pie is delicious. No, this is like a pie full of batteries, toenail clippings. I'm just making stuff up, but it was like, this is like the caliber of suggestions yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not <laughs> classic things, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> so yeah, they're still deciding what all types of pies are going to be on there. And then the losing team will have to spin the wheel to figure out which pie they get Yes, in the face. So, uh, yeah, we're not going to do that because we're going to win. I mean, we're doing this, but we're not doing the pie thing. The pie thing. Yeah. 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 So, um, as of now, I know that I'm down 10 pounds. Yeah. Uh, I've been making some pretty good, pretty good progress myself. So the, uh, the, but the, 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 so for the challenge though, it's the, it's not just based off of weight because we all weigh different amounts. It's based off a percentage of joint uh, body mass yes. for each podcast, yeah. right? Our weights are all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, it's based off a percentage, and I think uh, I've I've got a spreadsheet that I'm tracking on because oh, of shock. course I do. What a shock! <laughs> and so I, uh, based on the information I have, which I only have limited information because I think uh, some of our uh, some of our competitors are kind of keeping their numbers close to the yes, desk. They there. are. Yes. They are. <laughs> but uh, I, I, with the data I have so far, we are in the lead. So. Yep, so we'll see. I have a feeling uh, people are going to start picking it up, especially when it gets closer to the 90-day Yeah, they're going to get panicked there. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're going to realize the, pie, the wheel of pies is coming for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll keep you guys updated. And if you want more information or anything else, feel free. We post about it on Let's yeah. Do a Podcast. But yeah, going till mid-April, mm-hmm. so you'll get. Uh, we'll we'll make sure to update as we go through. Uh, as we go through, uh, Cage Fest coming soon to you a podcast near you, oof, and oof, oof. going uh, just past that, and and then we'll and and then if you hear us weeping and gnashing our teeth, you know that we got hit with just the awfulest pies. That's right. So and if we do for some reason lose, we will do it live, of course. Yes, we have to, but we're not going to lose. So yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll keep you guys updated. And, you know, if you guys want to be a part of it, because I know that um, I talked to the, the guys at Strike Out Beer, and they're like, let's continue this after this. Let, let's not yeah. make it just a 90-day, and that's it. Let's keep going and keep doing it, because we, we need to. I mean, 
it's important to stay healthy. So I see. I still think we should backdate this challenge back a couple of years because I've dropped like 70 pounds in the past two years. I know. I count that. I know. Let's count that. <laughs> right. <laughs> one of uh, uh, one of the guys, he just got over COVID. Like he's finally recovered. And he's like, I lost a lot of weight and now we're doing this. Come on. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the, the starting weight is like now lower. Right. Yeah. So he's got to like work that much harder. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did what I did, which is like the weekend before our first weigh-in, I was like sick to my stomach constantly because I was like, I'm eating all the heaviest food because I'm going to make sure I'm like super bloated. Yeah. It was like, that is that plus coming off the holidays too. Yeah. 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 So I definitely was my highest whenever I weighed in. But. Yeah. I think I, when I weighed in, I was like the heaviest I'd been in a little while there. So yeah, it yeah. was a good, it was a good Yeah, it was ceiling. a good starting point. Yeah. That's for sure. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm I, I'm excited that we're gonna be able to do this for whichever charity ends up getting it. Uh, yep. So yeah, we're, I, I think Ryan and I are gonna have to discuss because uh, we haven't had a chance to talk about what no, we're thinking we for charities. We haven't talked about a charity. So, Other people have figured out theirs. I'm like, I, we haven't even talked. Yeah, about like it. We, I think we maybe have two different directions there. So we need to come to a joint vision for what we want to do. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we haven't had that conversation yet. But because we're gonna have to figure it out because we're gonna win. So sure, sure. Yeah. All right, let's move on. All right. Yeah, so so a little I'm bit... I'm not even going to vary off that much. <laughs> so before we get into the synopsis of the movie, though, so the reason we picked this movie, uh, so I, uh, uh, Ryan and I, for the beginning of the year, we did some research on movies that we thought might be interesting to do, uh, to discuss, because I'm all about trying to find those hidden gems, uh, movies that have been tossed onto the dustbin of history and uh, have been said, uh, you know, this is, this is a terrible movie. Uh, and people just generally didn't like it but you know stuff like a fine wine uh it can some movies can age and then uh, get better over time but some are like a box of wine and they don't and they're just the same as they were when they were released and i think this might be one of those so killing american style this is a soured milk so killing american style this is a movie that came out in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, very much in the, 1988. Yeah, uh, very much in the flavor of like your lethal weapons. It tries to be uh, some of those home invasion movies that uh, came out uh, during that time period. Uh, but the uh, the uh, this was from the uh, the director uh, Amir Shervan, uh, and he is also popular for uh, other movies such as uh, Mani- uh I think he did Maniac Cop. He did uh, Samurai, uh, uh, Samurai Cop is yeah. the one he's like most yeah, famous that, for, yeah. uh, which uh, and he had a pretty familiar stable of actors. The po- most popular of which were uh, was Robert Zadar, uh, which if you're familiar with him, he's pretty uh, he's a pretty pretty distinctive looking guy. He's mm-hmm. got a he's got a jawline that could uh, uh, that you could not forget. Uh, yes, he's. He has the genetic disorder disorder called cherubism, but it gives him like this jaw that is like too. You have to see it. Uh, I would just definitely recommend googling this guy. Yeah, if, he, he's got the coolest looking like jaw. It's it's interesting the way it looks. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I before I looked up him, I was like, oh, either he got a shit ton of plastic surgery. Like, what what is this? Which like, that, that was my he, he first did thought. later in life. He did. Yeah, but you know, I mean, you especially for this day and age you automatically think plastic surgery yeah you just do because if anything's abnormal like that it that's just where my mind goes to but mm-hmm. anyways but uh so just kind of getting into this movie though Ugh. 
So we're, uh, sorry. So just uh but that was just to explain why we did this movie. This is this movie's been on a lot of lists for like movies that are like not that great. And so I, w- I wanted to take on the why. challenge. Yeah. So, uh, so just kind of going into this. So after being arrested following a botched robbery, uh, criminal is on his way to prison with his gang when he is sprung by his brother. On the run and in need of medical help, the group takes over a family's house. So that's where we get our home invasion portion there. Uh, so our main characters, we've got T- Tony Stone, played by Robert Zadar. We've got Lieutenant Tony. Sunset, played by former NFL player Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Harold Diamond, who plays John Morgan. And uh, we have Doris, played by Veronica Paul. We have uh, Lynch, played by the actors. The, the guy's name, I believe, is actually John Lynch. He plays just the same oh, guy, a guy with the same name. That's funny. Uh, and then we have uh, Looney and... Uh, a few other uh, just characters that are just really not all important. I don't yeah. even remember the name of like uh, of uh, Tony Stone's brother. No, I, uh, I don't know either. He's, he's really not in the movie all that much. No. And I don't remember the name of the sister or the little punk kid either. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Not all that important. Uh, so movie starts. Uh, we are in a, a club. We see these dancers. They're like... Uh, what they're like they seem like they're auditioning or something yeah they're supposed to be sexy dancers yeah so it's like 1980s schlocky like sleazy nightclub yeah so they're dancing and then we see uh we see uh mr mr john lynch over uh over there watching them with two suited gentlemen which i think we find out later on are his brothers oh okay i didn't even grasp that or cousins or something we see them much later (laughs) in the movie uh, which I, I I just put two and two together just right now because <laughs> uh, he calls them and he brings them in for backup uh, during the last fight. Okay. Uh, but you see, so they're they're watching this. Uh, those guys are in suits and just hanging out. Uh, but this Lynch guy, he looks like he just walked out of the volleyball scene in Top Gun. Yep. So he's like he's like muscle muscle bound dude who looks like he. Uh, uh, no, you know who he reminds me of. I, we have to look. He looks like. Remember when we did Commando? Yes. He looks like the crazy guy from Commando if that guy had muscles and didn't look all, like, look um, overweight. Yeah, no, I could see that. Yeah, that's who he reminded me of. I was like, I can't, I couldn't place it. But he has that 1980s, like, pedo stash thing going mm-hmm. on, uh, which is appropriate for that dude. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, the uh, So uh, we get into this. Uh, so he, uh, th- there's one dancer. He ends up, like, making out with this dancer in the ladies restroom yeah. of his club. Uh we have in comes in our uh lead villain Tony Stone. Uh he's looking for Lynch uh as he's walking in there and basically he figures out that he's in the restroom making out with this lady and he introduces himself, but he introduces himself like by his full name. It's like it's yeah. Tony Stone. Which I thought was interesting. If they know each other, why does he have to say his last name? Yeah. I figured he would know who it is. Anyways, uh, basically what the whole deal is, is he's got a he's got a he's got a good uh, sure thing. He's got a hit that they want to go uh, want to go or got a score rather that they're gonna go take and uh, and bring in some good 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 cash. Mm-hmm. So he gets him out there. He like leaves this lady. I, I'm like, is this lady? I don't know about you, but I was like, it, it seems like this lady's just gonna stay in the restroom. While he goes out and does this uh, bank robbery or whatever, that's what he made it seem like. <laughs> that's what she's. He's like, he's like, just like stay in there. So she's just hanging out in the restroom, topless, and <laughs> he's going out to do a bank robbery. Uh, 
So that was fun. Uh, but we get out there, we get to the van, uh, and uh, they're driving out to do their score. And it turns out it's at the ice cream truck storage yeah. facility. They, they're ice cream trucks. Yeah. It's and like there's a sign up there. It's like ice cream truck. It's like an ice cream truck, ice cream and candy or something like that. Yeah. But it's like it's like a lot full of ice cream trucks. It was the weirdest thing to me. And apparently that's where, how much was it? Like a hundred. $150,000. Yeah. We don't find that out, like, right here. We find it out, like, at the end of the movie. That but, is- like, at a freaking ice cream candy truck place, that, that no. See, I think, I think they, so they don't tell us during the movie, but I, it had to be, like, uh, like, a front for, like, drug running or something. But they don't tell us that, so we don't know for sure. One could just assume it. Uh, but they, uh... They're, they're re- the reason they know about the score is they uh, are buddy-buddy with the uh, one of the security guys, uh, which I'm like, this guy must have like snuck in and tried to pretend to be one of the security guys. He's wearing a completely different uniform yeah. than everybody else. <clears throat> yeah, he acts and looks nothing like anybody else. And you're like, you don't work here. Yeah. That's like if I dressed up in a red shirt and went to Target. Yeah. It's like, he doesn't even go here. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? Uh, but uh, he's a... Uh, He's giving them the lay of the land. They they go. He gives them the lay of the land. He tells them like basically all the security guys are inside, but they and they, and they see that there's nobody out there in the lot. Yeah. But they still have to do their sneaky. Oh uh, my god! And the music playing over is just like the music we did for the intro. Yeah, as they're like sneaking around, and the, there was this like one part that like blew my mind where uh, Tony is sneaking up behind the truck and he's like being all like stealthy, and then the other dude who was supposed to keep the van running. Uh, runs to the other side of the truck and yeah. he's like sneaking around and then they like b- almost bump into each other yeah going around. yeah i love that yeah he goes leave the van off or, or like keep the van keep running, the van and running. Then, as soon as they're gone he like gets out of the he van gets out of the van like, he's like oh okay it's like who's gonna watch the van now yeah <laughs> i mean i guess it works out okay for them <clears throat> but anyways uh, yeah so they officially get inside and they are very loudly sneaking around very loudly oh yeah they're like kicking in doors and everything yeah uh, this is the other thing too is like, uh, and this is just throughout the movie. I couldn't tell who was where and what was where was what. The lay of the land was like made no sense. But you also knew that it didn't fucking matter. Yeah, well, yeah, because throughout this whole movie, you knew that anything that was happening just didn't fucking matter. <laughs> I mean, that's any movie, really. <laughs> uh, but uh, especially this one. My favorite thing about this: so they finally go, they finally kick the door into the office uh, where like the two security guards are. And uh, there's a dude counting money or something. And another dude just like stating, supposed to sit there and guard the money bag, I guess. I don't know what he's doing. But uh, they kick in the door and the guy's reaction is he just kind of like does a slight jump. It's like, uh, it's like if he must have been like, they must have been like on that scene. He's like, I can't do any reaction whatsoever. That's never been something I'm able to do. And and then they just reply and say, all right, what we're going to do is have one of the PAs jab you with a stick when it's time to react and that's what happened that's what we got the guy just like reacts like that he just goes ooh yeah so so uh, the quick i know i was going to say i'm not going to interrupt you but um you have you seen the movie the room i've heard a lot of comparisons for, uh, from this movie to the, that's to how the acting was was. the room it's i very mean, much the same way i've yeah. heard that oh yeah. my god especially like there's one point where he goes tony i'm ready tony i'm ready ready I'm Tony. And we're like, wait, what did he just <laughs> say? Like, well, yeah, some of the doubovers are so like, so uh, yeah, what? <laughs> Let's go this way. Let's go this way. You're like, 
<laughs> what? Some of the least enthusiastic <laughs> delivery of lines. Oh, they, you know that their lines were like written on their hand. It was so bad. Which uh, was like a lot of the police officers were like, I don't know where they found these dudes. Oh my gosh, off the street, like not not because like they were dirty, but just like they had zero. No, it's no, they it's like, didn't it's like, know how to act. It's 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 not that not that, not that they pulled them off the street, but they it's not that they pulled them off the street like they live on the street, but they pulled them off the street and literally <laughs> put them, give them a script to put in their yeah. hands, yeah, like and said, okay, you have um you have thirty seconds and deliver this yeah. line. It's like they're like, hey Ryan, here's a script. You can't memorize it. But we're going live. You have one shot. Do it. <laughs> say just just say it. You can. We'll put it on the floor. You can look at it and read it, <laughs> and then deliver your line. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're not he reshooting. Went, he went this way. He went this way. He went this. He went this way. But they kept all three of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyways, but yeah. So they 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 get in there. They get the money. Uh, they get out. Uh, but the uh, security guard. Uh, and again, throughout this, it has to it has to be seen how the production quality of this movie. I can't describe it, but it's so like, so it's like C. It's not even B movie quality. It's like C movie or D movie quality. Yeah, it's bad. It's uh, it's it's down there. It's like Ed Wood did better movies than this. Uh, it's uh, uh this is on the level of. I, I guess this would be on the level of Plan Nine from Outer Space. But anyways, yeah. Uh. They uh, get the they get the money. They escape, uh, and uh, the fake security guard he fires a couple shots in the air. Yeah, which I don't know what this was meant to signify. So, based off of reactions, I thought he was doing it because he thought nobody else was around. So he was, it would sound like he was trying to shoot at them. Mm. But then he turns around and like the boss man standing right there. Yeah, the head the head security guy, which I thought he got shot. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he just like walked it no, off. No, he's I guess. fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he fired twice in the air, and I guess they got the police. Uh, they came in and they arrested him. So they have a guy who was in on the robbery. Yeah. All right. Uh, there's so much bullshit that we can cut out, though. Yeah, we need to really well, cut this basi- down. Ba- well, basically, what, what what happens is he gives <clears> them <throat> up. They uh, they go to arrest. Uh, they go to arrest uh, Tony, John, uh, John Lynch, and a bunch of other bunch of other dudes. Yeah. Uh, Tony gets arrested. <laughs> Tony gets arrested while trying to eat a woman's face. Yeah. Uh, that's how he uh, apparently mates. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, how do you mate? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but uh, it, it, was scary, it was scary to me because, again, uh, Robert Zadar's jaw is just, like, super distinctive. And the way he was just going about it was just, like, totally kind of frightening. It was odd. Uh, but uh, Lynch gets arrested at his club. Yep. Uh, and then uh, we skip over we skip over any court uh, law and order bullshit. And they just get put on a bus to go to the county jail. Yep. Uh, they're getting transported out there. Uh, we meet Lieutenant Sunset for for a minute, mm-hmm. uh, which, uh, again, played by Jim Brown, uh, unenthusiastically, uh, one could say. Uh, but he's uh, the Tony uh, Lynch, and uh, Tony and Lynch are on this bus going to jail. Uh, uh, Tony's... Brother. brother and uh looney one of the other guys that was helping rob the uh the ice cream truck factory they break them out they uh stop the truck uh, pretending uh <laughs> tony's brother like dresses up as like the worst looking woman ever mm-hmm. uh and uh make him stop thinking that uh, looney broke his legs uh they stop the truck they end up shooting everybody and uh they all escape except tony's brother gets shot in the gut yep 
so everybody gets packed into this uh this uh this camper truck thing um uh and they escape yeah uh after shooting all the guards so they've like shot like a ton of police officers now uh, and they are going to, uh, the whole plan is technically they're supposed to go to this motel and wait for their mom to bring them the money so they can take the money and go do whatever they want to do with the money. Uh, but instead they decide to stop outside the motel and yell, uh, about the plan and yell about how many people they've killed and say their names out loud and mm-hmm. basically everything that you shouldn't do if you're a criminal. Yeah. So... That's fine, but they uh, so they but their but their whole thing is that they decide that they have to hole up in a house. A house, yeah. Uh, so that gets us into the bulk of the movie. They end up finding the home of one John Morgan, played by Harold Diamond. Uh, Harold Diamond, uh, he's a former kickboxer, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he, they chose him for this movie uh, to play the role of John Morgan. Uh, he's the uh, patriarch of this family. Uh, we meet John Morgan uh, before the uh, before our villains get there. We meet John Morgan. He's taking his son to a kickboxing tournament, I guess. Uh, the kid, the kid. Uh, we meet uh, his mom, the mom and the uh, the aunt as well. Uh, we learn that her name is Sexy Auntie. Oh, jeez. Apparently. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, and uh, we 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 hear the little kid diss his aunt. Yeah. Uh, by saying, uh, I don't believe a man could ever fall in love with a woman who is scorched. Because uh, she's going out to get t- a tan. Tan, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Even my wife goes, was that the little kid? I was like, yeah. She goes, what the fuck? I was like, I know, <laughs> right? Like, that's insane. That was a that was a weird way and to put that, too. why is the kid saying sexy auntie? Yeah, I... Oh, God. I was like, why the hell? Uh, but Ugh. we also... we also uh, at, When we meet uh, uh, Mr., uh, Mr. Morgan, we also learn that he's got a really uh, whip crack sense of style yeah he's wearing a pink set of overalls no shirt underneath Mm-mm. a pink ski jacket i think yep and a gold chain hell yeah and uh he's got a pony he's got a ponytail so yeah, he's, he's like he's like rocking that pure oh man early 90s look there yeah it's uh it's quite stylish man he was ahead of his time yeah oof boy <laughs> <laughs> so we uh we meet them. He leaves to take his kid to the tournament, uh, and they, uh, the his wife and uh, his uh, sister in law, they go out to do it to, to do a tan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we then see how uh, do you do a tan? Uh, how does one? Uh, well, she's getting scorched. That's how you, yeah. you get scorched. Get scorched. You get scorched. No one's gonna you love you now, and then, and then no one will love you. <laughs> but they go out there. They uh, they get in a tan, and then. Uh, we see Lynch and Tony. They are sneaking to get into the house, and Lynch uh, gets distracted, staring mm-hmm. at them as they tan. Oh my god! And <laughs> Tony yells at him. Was like for getting Wake distracted. Up, Tony and the one who get, the one who basically alerts them is Tony. He's yeah. like he's like hiding behind this pillar. And uh, Tony's just like standing there admiring the view. Yeah. And then Tony yells at him, and then they they get startled and appropriately run in the house <laughs> and lock all the doors. So and also, so yeah, it's sexy auntie and then the wife, and um, of course they're in bikinis mm-hmm. and sexy auntie, like a smart person, is running in barefoot. Versus the ant apparently has high heels on. Yeah, gets because that's how one tans. And actually, before that, I was like, I'm surprised the in this 
they didn't decide to put them in high heels. And the more I saw that they were running in high heels, I was like, there we go. Yeah, there, <laughs> yeah, there it is. That that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, they get they get in there. They they smart. I, I was like I was like for once we have some smart like uh uh, uh women like uh was it damsels in distress? Yeah. They run in the house. They go lock all the doors. Yes. The, the only thing they didn't do that I think they should have done was they didn't call the police like immediately. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they also like hung out in this. So they're at this, in this ranch out in the middle of nowhere. So I understand that they could have the win- all the windows open and have the doors unlocked and it not be a big deal yeah. until like this particular situation. Yeah. But I was like, man, I would never be able to like keep all my windows open and like, no, leave all my doors unlocked. I'm like way too paranoid for that sort of thing. Same. It's mostly because of movies like this. Yeah, it's true. Probably, yeah. People that don't watch terrible movies i mean they yeah. probably don't even think about it but it's like you have robert zadar like his uh his have him come and sneak into my house and like hold me hostage yeah which will be even more creepy because he died back in 2015 yeah no thanks yeah uh, but uh they uh they miss a window uh they miss a window uh robert zadar's character is able to sneak into the house yep uh lynch is able to like he was he knocks a like he like is able to get through a door or something he he gets in the house somehow. yeah i don't remember how they so, got in so basically like they they both get in and uh basically they've they've now got gotten into the house they take them hostage uh just as they decide oh we should call the police uh so they make them hang up they hold them at gunpoint and uh they uh bring in looney and uh tony's brother uh so they can get uh the gut shot looked at. Right. Uh, they ask if anybody's got the uh, got anybody th- like medical help. Uh, one the sister is a well, she's like a student nurse or something. Yeah. Uh, but they make her go up there and treat. Uh, let's call him Billy's wound. Billy. Yeah. Call yeah. Him, I like Billy. That's, Billy. Like a, that's a good name. Let's for just him. call him that. I'm pretty sure his name's not Billy, but we're gonna call him Billy, Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Uh, they go look at his wound. Uh, so and he's uh he's not doing so hot. He's he's bleeding out. He's he's shot in the gut. He's yeah, that's a that's a terrible wound to have. Uh, yeah. If I if if movies are any indication, uh, we uh we flash back over to the kickboxing tournament. <laughs> we yeah. uh we see the the kid wins his uh wins his bout. Uh, and then there's like uh, uh the kid the kid is referred to in IMDb as a uh, kickboxing bully. <laughs> he's like basically like picking a fight with the this kid who's like half his size uh the little bratty kid right and, and uh he's like he's like hey you want to fight me and he's like and the kid smartly just like is like Psh, and walks away and he keeps trying to pick a fight but then the kickboxing bully's dad gets in on it he's like oh that kid's a wuss yeah uh so, don't ignore my son so john morgan freaking bites the t- bites on that one and he decides they're gonna he's gonna fight this other long-haired dude which the mullet i forgot i forgot how popular the mullet was back in the 90s yeah the hair in this movie is fantastic yeah it's the best everybody's rocking those long haircuts yeah the the haircuts and the 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 style of their like outfits oh man uh but we see them they they, we send they both get into a fight uh and uh, kickboxing bully's dad he fights dirty uh, he basically he like basically like hits uh, hits John Morgan as he's like sneaking to the ring. Anyways, we see uh, we see. I think this is the opportunity for the uh, filmmaker to show us that John Morgan's got some kickboxing prowess and he's able to fight. To kind of explain later on in the movie, like how he's able to fight these uh, fight these home invaders. Uh, but he's like so he's able to like fight a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. like he's not that great because he still gets his ass somewhat kicked. Yeah, it takes him a long time to beat this guy up. 
uh, and uh, we, uh, and the guy who runs the kickboxing studio is uh, only half-heartedly tells them to stop. Yeah. Guys, stop. And that, that was it. He yeah. didn't even get in to try to actually stop them. He's yeah. just like, eh, okay. It's like uh, anybody uh, in, <clears throat> in a real situation, I think he would have called the police. Yeah. <laughs> like a normal person. Yeah. So anyways, that happens. Then they decide to go back home. And whenever they get there, they are greeted by uh, Tony, Tony and Lynch. And, Lynch. And, um, and Looney. And Looney. <gasps> Ooh, excuse me. And um, pretty much they convince him, like they convince the dad, what's his name? I can't. Uh, John. John to go get a doctor. Yep. Because, and they said, you know, if you bring back the police... Or if you don't do it, you know, we're going to kill your daughter or you kill your, uh, so kill your son and your wife. Yeah. And you're you know, start killing basically. everybody. Yeah. Um, so he goes, he convinces the doctor to come uh, lots of, which I thought it was, they, they, I, I feel like they were like, I feel like with, uh, with the, the doctor, I believe his doc, the name was Dr. Fuji. Yeah. Uh, I was, I feel like they were like of the mind of like, okay, we want the people watching this movie to know that this guy is Japanese. We, but like the fact that he looks Japanese, I don't think they'll get it. So we're going to have him have a wife and have her wear a kimono. Yeah. <laughs> and have her mm-hmm. doing Japanese stuff yeah. so that they know this guy is They're- Japanese. Because the fact that he's Japanese comes into comes somewhat into play a little bit later, but it's really not all that sort important. Of not yeah, not really. It's, yeah, sort of, but not really. Um. So, anyways, they get he gets the doctor. They rush home. Um. Then, of course, the doctor's greeted by Lynch and Tony. Well, there's like they have this weird car chase too, which the yeah. uh, the doctor's like reasonably like. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they fix up Tony's brother. Then Perch says, you can't stay till we leave. And it's like, they refuse to let the doctor go as well. Yeah. So then Tony, is it Tony and the dad that get an argument? So they, they get an argument, uh, and uh, they have like a minor tussle. Yeah, and then I believe it was Lynch, Lynch that comes up behind him and like smacks him in the back of the head with his gun, pistol whip him, yeah, yeah, and basically takes him, knocks him down out for the count, and he basically starts gets a wound and he starts bleeding mm-hmm. from his head. So then they go back to the dad's room, they fix him up, then, but he's like out for the count. Then some bad stuff happens. So so some bad stuff happens that we'll discuss a little bit later in the movie uh there in the podcast yeah. at, during our things we don't like section. Yeah. So the things that are terrible. In then this we movie. move on to um pretty much that the dad's okay now. He's yeah. awake. They tell him, "Hey, here's this briefcase. Here's this key. Go get the money from uh mom." Yeah. And she, they were like, you have to yeah, show this. Going key. back to that motel, uh, and so I'll, while this is going on, we also get the other plot with the police are chasing after these guys, uh, and they've actually they've actually figured out that the they, they track the mom because she works at this cat house in Nevada, uh, uh, where I was I swore that Lieutenant Sunset was gonna like totally have sex with some woman. Yeah, at this, that, that was very at odd. this uh, cat house, uh, but. Uh, and I, uh, 
was like one of his one of the guys on his squad. I was like, I thought this guy was like a pimp or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. He <laughs> yeah, is. brought him in there. Uh, <laughs> maybe in real life, but apparently not in this movie. But they they ask him, they question them about the mom. Yeah, uh, they say that she left. Pretty much, they told her, told him exactly where she was going, what yeah. she drives, yeah. all this information. Just giving up. They didn't even say that they were cops either. Yeah, they're just yeah. asking. So yeah, they're just been, asking. They they're like, cool. Here yeah. you go. Um. So, anyways, so police are at yeah. the motel waiting for Lynch and it's uh, like they're in this Tony. parking lot, like across the street. Yeah. yeah, and then anyway, so the dad shows up. Pretty much to get the money in the same parking lot that the police are waiting in. Apparently. Yeah, the, so or the, the, so no, stupid. the police are they moved around the corner and they're just kind of like peering around the corner like a cartoon like yeah. spy or something. Exactly. So like they're both like pe- like reaching around the corner at the same time. It looks so weird. So the dad, he um, he like checks into the hotel, right? Yeah, he checks in and then he knows that the guy like helping him carry his luggage somehow as a cop i don't know how he knows that he takes him out yeah knocks him unconscious goes over to the room gets mom to open the door shows her the key thing that what he was given and he says the catchphrase welcome to paradise oh yeah welcome to paradise um gets the cash tells her to give back the key then he is escaping the motel while knocking out two more guards. So just to go back, did you understand the significance of the key on the gold chain? No, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know why she needed it. No, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if it was like a, like a, if they're trying to do like a dual factor authentication thing where you have the catchphrase and you have the key. Mm -hmm. Is it like, it's kind of like when you have to like fill in your password, but you also have to press the button on your phone. Yeah. (laughs) To like, to get whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's what my guess was. But, uh, yeah, it didn't make any fucking sense. So, anyways, he knocks out two more police on his way to his car. Yeah. He leaves. He's, like, so, for our for being a good guy, he's, like, knocking the police out pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, he's doing a lot of not good things. Yeah. So, then he takes the back way to his home, to where his horse stable is. Mm-hmm. He hides the money, finds that they killed the... Yes. horse stable yeah earlier in caretaker. the movie they killed the caretaker with, after talking to the dude about his like son and like yeah. his, uh, his uh, like john morgan's son was gonna give a bike to fernando that gentleman's son yeah uh, and so he also he also runs into fernando while he's out there as well right because they're yeah like they're there looking for their I, dad i can't yeah another shit that doesn't fucking matter yeah. situation um so while they're there he throws also a spare gun that he got onto the roof of yeah. the house and then he which i don't know how anybody didn't hear that it was loud as yeah hell. it was really <laughs> fucking loud yeah um he goes back to his car drives around to the front walks in says uh she never showed up showed the empty briefcase did i already say that he hid the money yeah, you said he hid the money. Okay. So like, yeah, he shows the empty briefcase. He shows that he still has the key. The key. Yeah. Feel like if 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 there's a if if there, if she wasn't there, then where's the key? And he's yeah. like, well, here's the key. So then they all argue back, go back and forth. They 
this, yeah, this is where it gets that internal divisions and amongst the the, yeah. the gang. The there. gangs all arguing on the first floor. The husband and everybody they go upstairs. They use the son to apparently to get on the roof and get the gun. Mm-hmm. Then the dad. That's when the dad starts like fucking taking everybody out. Yeah, this is like the downfall of like the of the guys because basically he's like trying to just he, he was like Morgan was just telling them to like leave and yeah. they were refusing. They said they were gonna wait until like nightfall or something. Uh, and then he was like, all right, cool. And he, get, he gets the gun and he like start, he like, it was, it was, he kills Looney. Yeah. He kills Looney first. Then they take his shot. They kick his shotgun. Yeah. And then start. Then I think the next person to die is Lynch. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah. Lynch dies. Cause they send Lynch. Lynch pulls the move. They always have him pulled. They have him sneak around the back. Yeah. Which I feel like they pull that. They have Lynch pull that move like three or four times in the He's course always of this movie. Coming from behind. God. Yeah. That, that's, that's terrible. That is awful. God. But, Yikes. That, yeah. Uh, uh, that's... Oh, wow. I know. It came out before... Before I... Woo, yeah, right, as you were saying it. No, I know. I, uh, uh, anyways, I'm taking oh a shower when I get home. <laughs> Jesus. So, but he gets shot. He gets shot and he falls off the balcony. He got so red, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, we're going to um, have to get into that and the things we woo. hate about this movie. All right, so I think anyways. it's not things we don't like. It's things we hate about this movie. Yeah. So um, uh, they shoot. <laughs> yeah, so Lynch gets shot in the chest and he falls on the ground. Good riddance to that dude, but he's <sighs> not gone quite yet. So uh, Tony and Tony and his brother brother run out of the house. Then the, yeah, they're, they're like fuck this. The wife has a shotgun. She walks out, finds Lynch on the ground. Yeah, he's not dead. He's just kind of squirming on the ground, yep. and she pretty much moves the gun towards the crotch and pulls the trigger. Yeah, she looks like she's gonna shoot him in the head first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she looks like she's gonna shoot him in the head, uh, but then she actually turns, uh, moves the gun <laughs> down slowly and shoots him in the crotch. Oh god! And it's for so reasons great. that we're gonna talk about and the reasons we hate. If this you movie. haven't figured it out by now, yeah, it's uh, we, you know, I gave it back. Yeah, it's just bad stuff. Anyways, uh, uh, we uh, uh, we get a lo- long story short, uh, uh, in in a scene that was like a little bit before this one. A Lynch called his brothers that we see in the beginning of the movie with him at the nightclub. Uh, they come in and basically they prov- end up providing ba- backup for uh, Tony and his brother. Yeah. Uh, and so John now has to go through all these little uh, these little piss ants from the nightclub, and he basically kills all these guys with the gun and through punching and blowing them up and whatnot. Uh, and then we finally get to uh, he he kills Tony's either him or the police kill Tony's brother. Uh, yeah, and I can't then, remember. Yeah, but then we get the final showdown between Tony uh. and uh, John. Now he, he's like basically John's like let's let's do this man to man. Lieutenant Sunset, who's kind of pr- provide us the uh, impression that he doesn't give a shit throughout this movie, uh, really confirms it when he's like, "All right, cool. Yeah. I'll just I'll respect the yeah. uh, I'll respect the winner of this duel." It has all the cops stand down and just watch. Yeah, he's like, I will respect the results of this duel. Is what the subtext he gives us. <laughs> yeah, and basically, so if Tony wins, he can go free. Is the impression I got. Yeah, really. <laughs> but uh, so they do the hand to hand thing, uh, and John performs about as well as uh, he did against Kickboxing Dad. Yep. Uh, which is to say, good, not Ish. great. Yeah, I mean, all right. Uh, we can see that Tony's not all that proficient proficient at hand to hand fighting, but he's like not at all. 
uh, he's not great. <laughs> but was it, is it him that's he? His his main move is like trying to strangle people. I yeah. guess. Yeah. That's what it looked like. But it doesn't go that well for him. So he gets his ass kicked, and then he uh, he he finds the gun on the ground, and he decides to try to shoot uh, uh, Morgan. Mm-hmm. But Morgan's like, yeah, not really. And he shoots Tony, and Tony dies. Yep. And so epilogue uh, is... So we go back so to... stupid. Yeah, we go back to uh, the Stable <clears throat> Hands family. Uh, they're sad because he has passed on uh, a few... Uh, like was it a day a day or two prior yeah uh i guess they found his body which sucks uh but he uh lynch uh, not lynch morgan takes the money that he hid uh doesn't give it to the police doesn't report it to police that he found that money he gives the family the money uh and they they walk off and the end uh, the end, uh, it ends poorly for most everybody in this movie, yeah. Ex- except for the police, maybe. Well, the police kind of got this shit kicked out of them by like both the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't end well for anybody in this movie. Oh, geez. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, so better or worse than fantastic four worse. Yeah. <laughs> worse the, the so the plot so the plot worse. is the plot is uh so the reason uh, ryan and i had to talk through this movie because we had to, the plot is so incomprehensible yeah you don't understand what's happening yeah you have to like sit down and think about it uh, it's uh, even then i mean so if you go to the imdb it asks you to please put in what the plot is please tell us what happened to this movie yeah like the fact that it's from 1988 and no one is it put a plot in because nobody knows what the fucking plot is. <clears throat> um, so, oh, Jesus. What, what did you like about this movie? What did I like about this movie? I, uh, so I really did like the over-the-top energy that Robert Zadar plot, uh, brought in uh, for his character, Tony Stone. He really brought you know he's he's for a character actor he does like some good he ends up in some bad movies uh like a lot of good character actors they end up in some bad movies because they just they end up you know they always end up running in like these same crowds and they always run end up running with these same directors because they you know when you're in hollywood you're if you're getting work from somebody you're not going to tell them no you know until you get something better uh and robert zadar he's only been in like one like really he was only ever really in one like well-known feature up to this point. He was in Tango and Cash, uh, had a bit part, uh, but he always ends up in these uh, B movies. He was in this movie. He was in Samurai Cop. He was in uh, a movie called Soul Taker with Soul Taker with Joe Estevez, who is the brother of uh, Mike. Uh, was it Martin Sheen? So he's like he's always been in these kind of like close to being good but like always crappy movies mm-hmm. so i can't blame him for at being in these movies because he's right. getting a paycheck it's all about getting the paycheck oh yeah uh but uh he brings it he's 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 a good actor he just has always shitty material <laughs> uh so uh he's he's always got that distinctive look he's always got that distinctive character and he just like brought it and he had this like over the top crazy energy in the movie and i really enjoyed that so that was like my favorite part of the movie was uh, Robert Zadar and his his choices in acting. Um, I loved the terrible acting. <laughs> I mean the the horrible. I mean I know that it's a mixture of the bad actors 
the horrible script. I mean, there's so much that's so bad about it that it was really funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, the whole like, it sounded like somebody was reading his lines a few times and then would actually try to say the yeah. line. He's like, you get the yeah. practice runs. <laughs> and then they kept it all in there. Yeah. I loved that. I thought it was so fucking funny. Um, so yeah, that was definitely my best part. Yeah. Um, what about that MVP? I feel like that's a hard so, one for me. MVP of the movie. Uh, man, MVP of the movie for me definitely has to be the uh that van that van <laughs> the worked van. its ass off <laughs> man it was uh it, it i would not think of a, a conversion van they called it the minivan but it was definitely a conversion van mm-hmm. uh and, you know i would not think of it as a, a good vehicle for a car chase but it made it work they made it work very well so i, I would definitely have to say the conversion van uh a brown 1990s conversion van it's like it looks like one of those mark three vans that were really popular back then that was my MVP. Hmm. You know, this is actually super hard. I I try to think. You know, I, I like to pick the weird stuff to be the MVP. Yeah. Dude, everything I could think of is just bad. I mean, I even thought about making the freaking the high heels with it MVP. I mean. Well, it was like, well, there is. She could have them? There, there is Doris for uh, for uh, the shotgun shot of the uh, movie, so. That's true. Yeah. I mean, that, that shot was pretty. Yeah, is earned. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll go with the wife. Sure. Yeah, the wife was the MVP. Yeah, she deserves that. She deserves it. She yeah. fucking deserves that. <sighs> what did you not like about this movie? So I'm pretty sure Ryan and I are uh, in unison on this one. So things we hate. This, this is not something we didn't like about this movie. This I'm pretty sure it's something we hated despised, about this movie. Despised, fucking so, despised. This is this is pretty common for these these types of movies. Uh, it, it's all the, just the, too so far. So they, they did this, uh, this. They would definitely not do this t- today during t- today during any films, uh, unless it was. Uh, here we can we can pause for now. Yeah. You up with the door. I'm okay. need to see if she needs help that's fine yeah Still on? Mm-hmm. Yes? Okay. Yeah, just jump in whenever. All right, so the thing I hated about this movie, I'm pretty sure the thing Ryan and I both hated about this movie, it's the thing that they 
did in some of these really schlocky uh, 1980s movies, uh, low budget things, uh, to lend some bad guy, like some extra bad guy cred uh, to, to make us really, really hate the bad guys. There is a there is a rape scene in this movie. Yeah. Uh, where Lynch, he's the muscle bound meathead asshole who is like the biggest, just jag off in this movie. Yeah. Uh, they they show him sneaking into the restroom, which uh, into the bathroom where. Uh, so the wife, I mean, not to not to shame anybody in this movie, even even though it was a fictitious movie. Why would you take a bath during a hostage situation? I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's, that seems like an odd choice, and it I was. know it's it's all plot contrivance. I mean, because again, they're just this this scene was purely set up to show how bad these guys are. Yeah, but there's better ways to do this sort of thing. And again, different time, uh, different. This is a different time in filmmaking, but uh, that would be like one. That's that's my one thing that gives me reservation about recommending this movie to anybody. Because otherwise, this is like something I would recommend. It's like if you want to watch, like a a movie that's like just like crazy bad, then like this is this would be like a good movie to do. But, yeah. Uh, this this one scene and the scene's not even like that long. It's like maybe like two or three minutes long. Yeah. But it's like it was man, too much. Give me an edit without this part in there, and it would be fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was very hard. Yeah. It was kind of. Like, it was kind. It was. It was kind of graphic. It was it was too much. Yeah. Just too too much. Um it I mean, even from the beginning, you know, there's naked people, there's boobs everywhere. I mean, we watch terrible movies, you just kind of expect that. Yeah. But whenever there's a flat out scene like that, yeah. It's just like it's, no. it's a bit shocking. That's why yeah. I mean, again, I mean, I know that we did Thanks Killing and Thanks Killing Three. That's why I would not recommend Thanks Killing One. Yeah. I can't get past stuff like that. Yeah. It's just too much. Um especially if you go way too far mm-hmm. and showing it for a movie. Like it's a movie. You don't need to show us yeah. anything. You can, ins- you can insinuate that kind of thing has occurred. And it's still like yeah. rough, but then like to actually flat out show it to us. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. So uh for that reason, I'm just going to tell you, don't watch this movie. That, well, that on top of a lot of other reasons, it's not something I would recommend. It's not something I can recommend. Um, just because of who I am, I, I'm i not going to, uh, no. Yeah. I can't get past a fucking scene like that. So are we on the cheers? Uh, oh, yeah, cheers, cheers party, party foul. foul. This is party foul for me. So 100%. here's my, here's my, here's my scale when it comes to this. It's kind of similar mm-hmm. to what I did last time. Uh, where uh, I'm of two minds about this. Uh, but uh, overall, for this movie, I give it a cheers mm-hmm. uh, because it's just a fun movie, mm-hmm. except for that one part. Uh, but no getting into it, that that's something that's in there. And uh, if you're not comfortable with it, either you need to, you're going you're gonna to notice it when it comes about, when they talk about like the wife's taking a bath. You can just fast forward through yeah, that part. It's true, um, and then uh, get get past it, and just uh, and so because again, it's not important to the plot. It's more it's to give give bad guy cred 
which there's so many better ways to give bad guy credit and to your by bad this guys. time he has plenty yeah oh because yeah he, lynch is already like the biggest douche there is he's like yeah. he's like the worst it was unnecessary uh it's yeah it's it's totally unnecessary and it, but again it's like it's for a for a schlocky poorly made movie they're they're gonna try to figure out how are they gonna how are we gonna get people to watch this we're gonna push push the bounds yeah uh, and but uh, you know sometimes you can push the bounds in like the wrong way oh yeah in which they do they did uh that one scene i give a party party foul uh if you include that in there uh but overall i give the movie a cheers hmm. i enjoyed it it was fun it was funny uh, if you go, if you go into it expecting to watch like a, a if if you're going to go into it to like watch something that uh, were it not for that one scene would have been something on Mystery Science Theater three thousand yeah it's a it's a fun movie to watch with friends uh, just have think, your finger on that fast forward yeah, button I, so you like can you skip said, that one part I think if I knew ahead of time that I needed to skip yeah because you know I mean there are some movies where they it's almost the exact same setup but then they kind of like throw the hint that it happened and then they move on. Yeah. And that still bothers me. Just, I don't know. I guess it just, yeah, does. It's, a, it's a bridge too far. It's still yeah. just bad. Like you don't need to even insinuate something like that, but then to actually fucking show us that I can't like, so yeah. I, if I knew that going in and I could flip through it, I think I would be a little bit more on the cheer side. Yeah. But still, man, that's just, Ooh, Ooh, yeah, that was just rough. Yeah, which again, this movie, this is a movie from a different filmmaking era. Yeah, uh, and uh, this is a movie of a, this is a movie of a very low caliber. And let me tell you, yeah. there is a lot of racist stuff in this movie. Yeah, there is. There is a lot of. Um, oh man, they like use that G word several times. I was like, whoa. Yeah, um, they definitely are not. Uh, it, it's definitely back in a time whenever women couldn't be normal people yeah i mean i don't don't know if they can now honestly but you know this this movie's like what a good 30 years old now yeah what 88 so yeah Yeah. i mean it's it's rough because of all that stuff that we just i guess in that time it was okay-ish to say and do and i mean even just to be a bad guy but these days like you can't say that shit and it's good that they can't say that shit even yeah. as a bad guy they don't even put that in fucking movies yeah it's like it's like <clears throat> even like bad guys in movies today be like whoa yeah even they're like that's too far <laughs> for yeah, us like whoa we're not that bad yeah we're not racists it's like i may be a genocidal killer but i'm not doing i that still shit. respect women <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so you know th- those are other reasons it's still a party foul for me just just things i'm just like <sighs> even before this year where you know it's the great awakening for many people and stuff like that i still would be like "Ooh, that's too much yeah yeah so so my my thing my cheers comes with a asterisk on it (laughs) know what you're getting into yeah uh if you're listening to this bad because of acting if you but if you ever if you were to recommend this movie just tell them that there's a scene in there as uh, just give them a warning. Yeah. Uh, I, if I recommended this movie that we watch it. If I had known Ryan, I would have recommended that you know, uh, I, I would have told you mm-hmm. there's a scene in the middle yeah. that you probably will need to skip. 
because uh, it will make you feel uncomfortable. I wish I had known I would have told you. Right. <laughs> I should have done my research a little bit better. Oh, so there's plenty of movies that we won't do our research. And, you know, yeah. I mean, that's a part of what we got into yeah. when we started doing this. But that's uh, but that's where I land on that movie. So, so yeah, there you go. So there you go. So you got um, like one. So you get, so basically, it's like a eh, don't watch it if you're uncomfortable with that sort of thing overall. But if you are willing to fast forward, just there are watch the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. it's a very much watch at your own risk. Yes, type of thing. Which, yeah, that's kind of my saying now. I feel like with these movies. Yeah. Um, but this one for sure at your own risk. So one thing that we kind of wanted to do is uh, some viewer reviews. Yes. Um, so while we pull that up, I do want to say something that was interesting is whenever you look on their IMDb, zero information about this fucking movie. <laughs> Even like IMDb has so much information about movies where it's just like, this is pointless. Not for this fucking movie. I thought that was really, really funny. I mean, their trivia is... No trivia says be the first to add trivia. Tagline the only thing is there's all kinds of killing. The best is American style. Yeah, they, that's which, it. There's a there's that one scene where he says uh, he's like I'm gonna kill them like we kill them in Japan, and he's like no I'm gonna kill them American style. American style. <laughs> but um, man, the reviews for this movie is all over the place. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 very subjective. So, do you have any that you want to read off? Uh, you go with some. Uh, go with one. And I'm gonna see if I can pull something up here. Um. So this is a one star, and um, the only reason I'm reading it is because it's pretty much what we just talked about. So, the title of it is "Rape is Always Terrible." So that was accurate. That's the title of this. The wife and the main character has something happened to her it was horridious to watch so um what's the uh amar Uh, amir shervan yeah Yeah. gets points for that considering it was realistic aside from that the plot is horrible and makes no goddamn sense if you like this movie contemplate why and may (laughs) may a higher power save your soul (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my may god have mercy on your soul yeah i mean truly like I, I actually kind of agree with that that was the only thing that was legit like real about this movie and it was the worst part about this movie <laughs> yeah so so mine is uh so it's got a uh this one this uh, viewer gave it a one and a half stars out of five uh and they said it swings wildly from so bad it's good to horrifyingly uncomfortable without blinking uh quote-unquote plot is as ridiculous and unbelievable as Robert Zadar's immense jaw uh, of mice and men meets straw dogs by way of three stooges. So that I, I feel like it's an apt description of this movie. It's a, uh, it is uh, particularly the, uh, so bad it's good to horrifyingly uncomfortable. Uh, I, I definitely agree with that. So uh, just, <laughs> that's just a little bit of flavor from uh, other folks who have watched this movie. So there is actually, no, it's not just us. There is one ten rating that I don't even want to read because they say a lot of things that I don't want to say. So. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just skip that. Um. <clears throat> so again, good luck if you watch this. Just know as soon as they say the wife's taking a breath, just skip. Just, yeah. Just go ahead. Just, and skip just forward skip. a few minutes there. Um. So let's move on. We're done with this movie. Yes. So what is your thing for this week? My thing of this week is, uh, so do you like sketch comedy? 
I love all types of comedy. Do you like, uh, do you like, uh, what are your feelings on Australians and New Zealanders? I mean, we've done a lot of their movies. And we have. So I'm a fan. So I recently came across this. I don't think I've talked about this yet, but I recently came across something on Netflix. If you're listening to this, you probably have Netflix because we recommend a lot of Netflix movies. Yep. Uh, But there's a new series that came out that I've become a really big fan of. And this is, I'm not one for repeat viewing, but I'm on my second viewing of this series. Uh, There's only one season so far. uh, And it's called uh, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Oh, have you yes. heard of this? We, we've watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love this show. It's insane. It is insane. It's bonkers. It. So what I love about this show, a lot of sketch comedy shows, they don't have like internal consistency. It's just this thing happens and this thing happens and this thing happens. They have they the thing that I find so interesting is they have internal consistency throughout the season. Uh, one of the jo- one of the running gags is there's always somebody like ends up dying like in an episode in their house. And they always take them and throw them in the bin uh, outside their house. And so, like, by the end of the season, their bin is, like, filled with people that have died during the course of the season in their house. Uh, So there's just, like, ridiculous stuff like that uh, in there. Uh, One of my favorite scenes is that they uh, are doing the Olympics. Uh, Not the Olympics, but the Olympics uh, with... uh, uh, what's her uh, with this wrestler uh, Queen Kong? I believe she is. Uh, and uh, when they're doing this, they end up. Uh, one of the skits is that they are going to get tested by tested by the anti doping agency. Uh, and so they have this gentleman come in, and he's going to take a urine sample from them. And he ends up ends up becoming a joke of over the how the guy drinks piss. And he's like arguing, I don't drink piss. And he ends up putting like a bib on that says, I love to drink piss or something like that. It's just the weirdest, weirdest shit. But it's hilarious the way they execute it. Features a lot of cool actors. Ed Helms uh, is featured in there. Mm-hmm. Weird Al oh, uh, yeah. makes an appearance. Uh, it's, 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 it's such it's, a great show. It's such a great show. It's so weird. Yeah, if you love crazy shit, yeah, that's it's hilarious. Crazy and weird. You gotta watch it. Uh, they have a ton of stuff on YouTube as well. So if you don't have Netflix, uh, just Google Auntie Donna on YouTube. They have a ton of cool skits right. on there. There's one. Uh, there's one on YouTube that I found that's like even funnier than any of the stuff on the show about uh, about them getting into a kill in a school. I'll have to show it to you afterwards. It's yeah. freaking hilarious. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, my thing of the week is uh, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Watch it. Uh, watch at least an episode. If you don't like it. You can you can tell me that I have a terrible terrible taste in comedy, yeah, but I loved it. That's so. me too. Then, yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the first episode really sets the uh, mood for the rest of the uh, season. Everything's a drum. Yeah, <laughs> everything's a drum. Um, so mine it's actually a TV show also, which is Twilight Zone. Mm. So we have CBS All Access, and they released a new Twilight Zone. CBS or CBS? C. BS. Okay. It was like, a, was it CBS all access? Do you get like prescriptions as well? <laughs> Did or? I say CBS? Oh, geez. I, so, no, I heard somebody talk about this the other day. I heard somebody mention that the other day, and I heard CBS as well. So, oh, okay. it might just be my ears. Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, I guess everybody else does because they can rewind it. I guess I could too. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, CBS all access. They have the new Twilight Zone, which they started making new ones in 2019. And the host is Jordan Peele. Mm I wasn't sure how that was gonna be. Yeah, dude, he's fucking awesome. In oh, this. he he he's done such like good stuff. He's such. I love that Ke- Keelan Peel have um 
really stepped outside of just the comedy feel. Yeah. Which is awesome. Jordan Peele's really good with the, He's got some really good modern horror movies, though. Yeah. Uh, between Get Out and Us. Oh. Like um, those, just those two movies uh, by themselves. So good. So I, I I love this. I mean, I grew up watching the original uh, Twilight Zones, mm-hmm. which, by the way, it's horrible. If you're watching Twilight Zone and you fall asleep, that you have weird-ass dreams. <laughs> I bet. Um, but the, the new ones, you kind of get the feel of, like, Black Mirror type thing. Mm-hmm. Dude, but it's all over the place. It's so awesome. I don't really want to talk too much because I want people like it's worth getting this subscription just to watch. I think there's two seasons right now, uh, but also on the CBS there's like a lot of Star Trek shows that are like CBS exclusives that I love because I love Star Trek. Um, but yeah, right now talking about Twilight Zone. So, um. I think they do have where you can get like a month off for free or like two months for free, something like that. So my opinion is do that, try to binge them and you could even freaking cancel after that. But, uh, they also do have, uh, quite a few of the RuPaul's drag race on the CBS. Oh, do they? They do. They have a lot on there. That's the main reason we got that. So, uh, which they recently started the new season. I just watched the first episode of the new oh, season. Uh, it started Friday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to look up and figure out how we can watch that. Cause yeah. As most of our, if you, if you guys listen to this podcast, you know, I am a huge fan. So, um, so let's, let's rate this beer. Yeah. It's uh, I just finished thoughts opinions feelings? it maintained its uh, so to me it maintained its flavor throughout it didn't really change all that much for me as i got warmer so i don't i don't know on how it is on your end um it's the same this i mean it's pretty it's pretty consistent throughout yeah this is the first time i had it cold to warm and it, it did i because yeah. i had it more on the warm side but uh overall i i liked it it maintained that i'm not i'm not typically a huge coconut fan when it comes to these because uh, like, i think the last time i had uh coconut with a something that had a significant presence of coconut is that coconut porter? Uh, I think it's the plutonium two thirty six that Manhattan yep. Project <clears throat> yep. does. Yep. And I was not a huge fan of that, but the coconut flavor because to me it just kind of hung in there a little bit. But the, with this, with the flavor of the toasted coconut, I think that was the difference there. It wasn't just straight coconut; it was yeah. like the toasted flavor there. That uh, to me, uh, as I mentioned to you earlier, it gave me that gave me that uh, kind of more coffee flavor to it. Kind of like darkened the flavor a little bit of it. Uh, so with all that in mind, I think I would give this a, uh, 3.8, 3.9, uh, not quite a four, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's up there. It's good. It's, mm-hmm. I like it <clears throat> and it's not super heavy. It's, uh, cause I, I, I had a full glass of that and I don't feel like I'm like full. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah that's, that's, that's it, man. Like I'm not full. I'm not drunk. Like yeah. again, it's a 8.6%. I mean, I yeah, could it's drink, not like a fourteen percent or something. Yeah, like <laughs> I could easily drink that whole bottle by myself and yeah. still be fine. Um, they kill it on the flavors. There's a lot happening. You know, you you get that yeah. whiskey, you get the actual basic beer itself, you get the coconut. You, I mean, you you get it all. You get that coffee feel. Um, this is part for the course for Odd Muse, though. They're like they always nail the flavors. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like exact what they wanted is exactly what they got. Yeah. Um, and that's, we, we fucking tasted it. It was perfect. It, it's one of those two where you drink it. It's not that sticky feel where sometimes it just 
it stays in your mouth forever. Yeah. Like I still get the whiskey feel in my mouth, but it's not like a sticky. Yeah. Um. So I, I threw it up there as a four point two five. Oh man. Yeah. So I gave it a, quite a high score because of you hit everything. You get the booziness, the coffee, the coke, everything. But it's still low enough where, if I wanted another beer, I still can. All right. So if we round me, if we round me up to a four, which I, I th- I'm, I'm comfortable doing that, then it'd be a four point one two five there. All right. So then, for untapped, we'll just give it a four then. Yeah. So. So four. Okay. Um. Just going through my list. I think that. I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. So, Where uh, can you find us oh, on the socials there? Where can you not find us? TikTok, I can tell you. You can't yeah. find us there. Snapchat. Yeah, it's no Snapchat. <laughs> um, so you can find us on Instagram at Let's Instapod. Facebook's Let's Do a Podcast. Twitter's Let's Tweet a Pod. YouTube is Let's Do a Podcast 22. Our email is Let's Do a Podcast 22 at gmail.com. Yeah, send us some, uh, hit our email up, send us some recommendations. Uh, it's Send us some movies that don't yeah. have horrifying scenes yeah. in them. Yeah. <laughs> We'd gladly watch those over this. Yep. <laughs> uh, we have some guests hopefully coming up soon. Check out, do make sure you check out our Facebook because yeah. we do Facebook lives. Uh, we try to do about one a month. Yeah. There. Um, so as of right now, we are scheduled to discuss Lamageddon. For the next episode, yeah. unless something else comes up, so we'll yeah, see. Maybe I'll bring in a guest for that one. Yeah, because so, uh, pretty excited. And then after that, Cage Fest. Oh Jesus Ba-boom. Christ! So we might. We talked about doing a guest every Cage Fest episode. Yeah, so we're gonna pull. That we're doing together. quite a few. Uh, I think we're doing are doing three or four. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we got. Yeah, we got. I think we have three on there for Cage Fest. So, yeah, there we go. Might have three guests. Whew. Might be fun. We're 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 getting pretty far down the oh geez far down the pipe here already. Yeah, twenty twenty one. It's Ugh. gonna be a good year. Yeah, whether we like it or not, here <laughs> comes Cage Fest. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. All right, peace. we'll see you guys later.